You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 194. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. with the Earn That Body podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something that sounds kind of funny, but a client said this would be a great topic for a podcast. And when she said it, I realized she was right. It is how to eat a healthy dinner at a friend's house. Now, why does that seem like an easy thing to do? Like it shouldn't be such a big deal. And yet, if you knew how many clients I have that say, I'm terrified because I have to go to my neighbor's house tomorrow for dinner, or I have to go to my mom's house tomorrow for dinner, and it's going to ruin all my nutrition, and I don't know what to do, and I don't know how to handle it, and everybody sort of freaks out about going to someone else's house for dinner. Now, I talk a lot about how to handle it at a restaurant. There's a lot of options at a restaurant, right? You can choose what you want, but when you go to dinner at someone's house, you kind of have a set menu put in front of you and you don't want to be rude, right? But you also don't want to be up five pounds the next day. So I totally get it. And what I've done is I've come up with 10 tips to help you make it through that family dinner or that neighborly dinner or that social dinner at someone's house so that it doesn't affect your waistline. All of that after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from Idea Fitness Magazine, they talk about heart health, going blue is good for you, and what they mean. The phytochemicals that are responsible for the blue color in blueberries, called anthocyanins, can significantly improve cardiovascular health, according to a two-part study published in the Journal of Gerontology. For the study, lead author Anna Rodriguez and colleagues divided 40 study participants into two groups. The first group drank a daily beverage containing 200 grams of blue blit blueberries, which is about 1.35 cups. And then the control group did not have that. After a month, the blueberry group showed an average drop in systolic blood pressure of five millimeters of mercury, a result normally obtained with medication. In comments reported on Medical News Today, they concluded, if the changes we saw in blood vessel function after eating blueberries every day could be sustained for a person's whole life, it could reduce their risk of developing cardiovascular disease by up to 20%. That's amazing, right? I'm always telling people, food is your medicine. Food is your fuel. You want to be cautious. If you don't have to go on medication, don't. Trust me. Once people go on medication, it's like they have to stay on it forever. Before you go on medication, always ask your doctor, what options do you have that you can try first? Now, never go off medication without talking to your doctor. I'm not telling you that, but this is a perfect example that blueberries might have an incredible impact on blood pressure and that cardiovascular system just by taking in a certain amount a day. And there are so many medicinal 
I should say like values and potential through food. That's something that when I was in graduate school, we learned so much about the health benefits of food as medicine. So I went to graduate school for Eastern medicine. And if someone came in with illness, before we would even give them herbs to help them, we would try to see which things in their diet that they could either change or add that would have a positive impact on that issue that they were having. So never underestimate the value and the power of food, especially those fruits and vegetables that can honestly impact your health. So I absolutely love hearing that and I hope they can dive in a little deeper um, and definitely be able to help people with once again, changing their diet to impact their health. All right, let's talk about how you are going to go to your friend's house how you're gonna be social, and how you're gonna come out of it and not be up five pounds the next day, right? Now, for some people, this is not an issue. They're like, what's the big deal? Just go and eat whatever you want. That works for some people. But other people are watching their waistline, they're in my program, they're trying to lose weight, and they don't wanna undo all of their hard work that they did during the week with one meal on the weekend that could be over the top. So let's start with the first thing. And this one is the same as when you go to a restaurant. Number one is you never show up hungry. First of all, you never ever want to get hungry ever. Once you get to the place of hunger, all bets are off in terms of watching your waistline. You're gonna grab the first candy bar, the first thing you can grab, which is always unhealthy and full of sugar. And once you get hungry, all bets are off. But you really don't wanna ever show up at your friend's house for dinner starving because if you do you'll eat whatever they have and that might be completely unhealthy and you might have all good intentions but the reality is your body is stronger than you and if you let you if you have let yourself get to that place of hunger it's going to do everything it can to get the blood sugar back up so never show up hungry that's the first thing the number two thing that i highly recommend you do is sort of set a plan this is the same for going to the restaurant have a little plan of what you want that night to look like. So for example, there's probably gonna be cocktails, right? Well, before you walk through the door, I want you to have a plan. You're having one glass of wine tonight, or you're gonna have one cocktail tonight, or whatever your plan is gonna be. Maybe it's two glasses of wine. Whatever your plan is, set a plan. Because if you say it, in your head, and I actually would really love you to say it to your partner or to a friend or even to your kids for that matter, have a little accountability with it too. Like tell your partner, I really only wanna have one glass of wine, you know, help me stay on track, make sure they don't refill my glass. Whatever it is, have a plan. You are more likely to stick to it if you have a plan and if you tell someone like your partner or a friend that you're going to the dinner with. Um, that even goes for like desserts. If you're like, I don't want to have dessert tonight. Like I know that much. I'm going to have two glasses of wine, but I don't want to waste more calories on dessert. So that's my plan is, you know, maybe I'll have one bite of yours, but I don't want to have dessert tonight. Set the plan before you walk through the door. Number three, usually when you go to someone's house, there's an appetizer of some sort. Sometimes it's like cheese and crackers are out or appetizers are out. And, um, or if you're really at a fancy dinner, they might be walking around with trays of appetizers, right? My general thing is this. 
If you can avoid the appetizer altogether, that's probably your best bet. Appetizers don't tend to be the healthiest option, meaning they're usually fried or it's usually cheese and crackers, so you're getting a lot of fat with a carbohydrate that's not generally gonna be a healthy carbohydrate. Um, if you can skip the appetizer, no one even really notices, right? At that point, you maybe have your glass of water or your glass of wine in hand and you're talking and you're being social and no one's gonna even really know if you skip your appetizer, right? So if you can do that, do that. If you can bring a healthy appetizer, that's nice too, because then you have a little control of something that you do feel comfortable eating. You know, the whole vegetable platter with hummus, things like that can be an awesome thing to bring. So maybe that's a possibility that you can bring an appetizer that's a little more healthy. Otherwise, skip the appetizer. Like I said, no one's gonna notice that part, right? Number four, a really nice thing to do, and this might kind of go with number two in your plan, but ask your host ahead of time, hey, what are you gonna be serving? And ask if you can help to bring a dish. And that might be the appetizer, but maybe also if she tells you or he tells you what they plan on having for dinner, like maybe they didn't mention any kind of vegetable because it's highly overlooked in most dinners, sadly. <laughs> Not at my house, but it's highly overlooked. Maybe you can say, oh, that sounds amazing. Like, what do you think about me bringing, you know, roasted broccoli or roasted Brussels sprouts or a salad or, you know, I'd love to bring something to help out. It's great if you can do that, because again, you put a little bit of control back into that night and it can often be the thing that you feel comfortable loading your plate up with potentially. Um, my client who told me to do this episode, Cecilia, God bless you. I love this episode topic. Um, she even said that you could, you could make a healthy salad dressing and bring a salad dressing. And actually people really like this. I don't know about you, but like when I show up for dinner somewhere and they just have bottles of, of dressing out, yeah, that's fine. But if someone's like, I made this dressing, this is a homemade dressing. Like that would actually excite me a little bit. Like, oh, that's great. Like what's in it? And usually it has way less sodium in it if it's made by you or by anyone by hand versus the ones they have in the bottle. So so maybe offer to bring that healthy salad with a homemade salad dressing and that might, you know, be helpful to the host and again it helps you because you know that that's something you feel comfortable eating and it's healthy and you can maybe load the plate up quite a bit with that. Number 5. Um and again, Cecilia gave me this great, Cecilia could have written this entire podcast. She gave me all these great ideas. She said, maybe you can bring your own healthy tea with fresh mint from the garden. Well, of course I fell off my chair because I'm like, mint from the garden, I would love that. <laughs> if I went to someone's house and they're like, oh, I made this tea and this is fresh mint from my garden, I would want to drink that. Like literally, I would want to drink it over the glass of wine because I'm all about anything homemade, anything organic, anything from the garden, it's unique. So maybe that's another thing. Like you might not even need to ask. You could just kind of show up with this tea that you made and fresh mint. And I'm sure that the host would be like, this is great. And it's something they can also serve with dinner or appetizers. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I'm hosting a dinner party and someone wanted to bring that, that's awesome. Like that's just another thing that the guests can enjoy and it's healthy and it's not alcohol. So everybody always brings a bottle of wine, but maybe you bring something that's a little unique. So I love the idea of some kind of sun tea with 
uh, mint from the garden. Again, I was like so ecstatic. Now that's all I want to drink. But it's a great thing to offer or even just show up with because it's unique. It doesn't, you don't always have to show up with a bottle of wine. Like that's just what everybody does because it's easy, but maybe do the thing that's not easy because it's also going to benefit you in the end, right? Number six, this is an easy thing to avoid. Bread at the table. I say it at restaurants too. Now, a lot of people have this issue of going to someone's house for dinner and not wanting to be rude and not eat. I totally understand that. I do not want you to go to someone's house if you plan on just sitting there and telling everybody, I can't eat any of this because I'm on a diet. Like that is what I call pooping in the space. (laughs) And I talked about this in a podcast recently. Pooping in the space, in case you missed that episode, is when everybody's enjoying themselves and having a good time and then you sort of come in and say something negative and it just brings the entire group down. And if you go to a dinner party and then expect to sit there at the dinner table and not eat, you're kind of pooping in the space. Like, yes, everyone's going to look at you and say, what's wrong? Why aren't you eating? And it, I don't even ever want you to be in that situation. I want you to be able to eat. Okay. And and you're not going to gain 10 pounds because you ate at someone's house. So we'll talk about how to make sure, but you can still eat. If you are gonna go to someone's house and you're like dead set that you are not gonna eat the food, I think you shouldn't go because you honestly, you don't want to poop in the space and it just sort of brings everyone down. And yeah, the hostess put a lot of work into that dinner party and I would be insulted if like I put all this work in and I invited you and then you just sat there and you didn't eat. Like it just, I never want that, okay? But there are little things you can do that people won't notice like skipping the bread at the table. Like you're gonna have a plate of dinner food, but maybe you don't eat the bread. That's not a big deal. The the bread gets passed around and you keep passing it and that's not your thing. Now, if it's some amazing homemade gourmet whole grain bread, like go for it, right? But if it's like a white sourdough bread, that's definitely not gonna benefit your body by any means and there's already a lot of food on the table, it's probably an easy thing to skip without pooping in the space. You got it? Okay, moving on. Number seven, Um, definitely, it kinda goes with number six with pooping in the space, but don't say things at the table like you're on a diet. Like nobody wants to hear it. So again, it's like pooping at this space, but it's just, it, you don't have to be that person. Nobody needs to know that you're watching your waistline. Nobody needs to know that you're on a program. Like just enjoy a little bit of all the foods and you'll be fine. Just don't make it a big deal and it won't be a big deal. So I'm always like, you know, I try to tell people like, don't maybe show up and like let everybody know, I'm not really going to eat that much because I'm on a diet. Like just, it doesn't even need to be said. That's like a personal thing. You don't need to bring it up. You can totally get by and that way everybody can enjoy their time. Number eight, I want you to be able to enjoy your evening. I want you to be able to focus on the social aspect of it. And I want you to be able to have maybe one serving of each of the foods on the table that interest you. Okay, so that's like three things, right? Number eight's a big one. (laughs) So being present and social and enjoying the evening, that's the first thing. It's like, that's why you're there, right? You wanna be with your friends or be with your family and really just be present in that. 
because then you won't be so focused on the food. Like that can sort of overwhelm and stress people out. I don't want to hear from my clients or any of you that you're stressed going to someone's house for dinner. So stay present in being social and embracing this time with your friends or family and then enjoy one serving of each item on the table, right? It doesn't have to be everything on the table. It just kind of depends what they're serving. Whatever they're serving, enjoy a little bit of everything and you're going to be just fine. I always tell people like, I honestly feel like you can eat anything in life as long as you just have one serving of it, right? Um, You can enjoy pizza every week, but can you have one slice or does it have to be the whole pie? You can enjoy ice cream every week, but can you have one serving or does it have to be the whole pint? If it has to be the whole pint, then you know you can't have ice cream. (laughs) But you know, you can go to this dinner party and enjoy yourself. Just enjoy a little bit of everything and don't bring all that attention to yourself that you're trying to be good on your diet. The next thing is, I think it's really important that you get in a good workout that day because you probably are gonna be taking in a few extra calories. And so just making sure you worked out and you feel good in your body. Like I always just feel better when I work out and I feel like I wanna make healthier food choices when I work out. It's always the days I don't work out that I tend to feel a little sluggish and somehow can make the poor food choices a little easier. But work out that day, burn a few extra calories. No, I'm not telling you to work out for two to three hours because It doesn't work. You can't work off a bad diet with all that extra exercise. Just one hour of a solid workout before your event that night, and that will definitely help you. And then the last one is, this is a big one. This is sort of hard to do, okay? But don't let your friends or your family talk you into bad eating or drinking just because they are hosting. I've talked about this before because it comes up a lot with my clients. They go out to drink with their girlfriends and their girlfriends get mad at them if they're not going to have more than one glass of wine or if they chose to have club soda instead of any wine at all, people get mad or they go to their mom's house for dinner and you choose not to have the dessert because you're trying to be healthy, but you ate the dinner, but you're choosing not to have the dessert and your mom gets mad at you. It's okay. If that's how they want to be, like, that's okay. If you're making a healthy choice and you're not pooping in the space, right? Like pooping in the space is not going to bring you good attention from the host. But if you're not and you're like, look, I enjoyed dinner. Um, You know, I enjoyed my one drink and they're still sort of on you for it. Don't worry about it. Let it go. And honestly, sometimes you have to reevaluate a friendship if they're making you feel bad for wanting to be healthy. And it's a reminder to you never to do that to someone else, right? If someone is working on their health and they're taking action and trying to empower themselves by being a healthier person, then you should support them in any way you can because it's hard enough to do. So just be strong enough that you don't let them bully you into the extra piece of pie, into the extra drink, into the extra serving or another plate of food. Like you're strong, you're independent, and you can make your choices. And if that still doesn't work, you can blame me and say, well, Kim Eagle said, I don't have to have it. (laughs) Have them email me, I'll take care of them for you. Overall, I really just want you to enjoy yourself when you go to someone's house for dinner. That's always a nice thing. I don't want you to worry about one night of eating 
and thinking, oh, I'm going to sabotage everything I've done if I go to my friend's house for dinner. Honestly, if you stick to one serving of everything, if you have one cocktail, no matter what the food is, it's not going to cause you to gain five pounds. It's just It's one night, and if you're in somewhat of control, you're going to be fine. Now, you might actually be up one to two pounds the next day because there's so much sodium in the food, and that's just water retention. That's going to go away in a day. That's that's nothing to be concerned about. Um, I just don't want you to feel like you can't go and be social and enjoy a dinner out. I want you to feel like you can, and then you can get back on track fully the next day. It's totally fine. And of course, I don't want you to insult that host who put all that, that effort in to the food by, you know, saying, I can't eat that, or I'm not going to eat, but I'm going to sit here, you know. You don't have to eat everything, but maybe you can try a little bit of most things, Uh, just really keeping it in control. I mean, we know how hard it is to put on a dinner party, right? It takes a lot of work and a lot of effort, but so you don't want to, you know, insult that host, but also I don't think you should have to sacrifice your health goals at the same time. I think that you can do both and still win. So all I'm saying is, be respectful. Don't poop in the space, which is my favorite saying of all time. I did not make it up. And you know what? The next day, go sweat it out. No, I'm not telling you to do a three-hour workout. You don't punish yourself with extra hours of exercise if you had a little extra to eat. You just don't because that just creates an increase in cortisol and stress in your body. That'll just slow weight loss even more. All you do is the next day you move your body like you normally would for maybe an hour max. You hydrate, you get the vegetables and the fruit and the whole grains back in and the protein the next day and you're all good. So there you go, Cecilia. I hope you liked the podcast episode. Thank you so much for pitching the idea. If anyone ever has an idea for a podcast, I'm always looking for great ideas. My best podcasts have come from clients who said, hey, can you do an episode on blah, blah, blah? So send me blah, blah, blah to Kim at EarnThatBody.com anytime because I'm certainly here to make sure that these podcasts suit all of you. And if you have any questions about any of my programs, nutrition help, workouts, I've got it all for you. Just go to EarnThatBody.com. And as always, the Earn That Body podcast is always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. Now go to your neighbors and enjoy. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to EarnThatBody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 